If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Another hour of the Jesse Kelly Show. Don't worry, we got two left. Well, not such great news about Social Security coming. I, we're going to talk just a little bit more about why the trans stuff. There's something unique about it people don't know. We'll get to that in a little bit. Communists are eating their own. That's a lot of fun. Get to some emails. I might even do calls later. we got all kinds of stuff to have. Joe Manchin's a sucker and now he knows it, but... Let's wait on all that, shall we? Let's focus on Medal of Honor Monday. For you new listeners, every single Monday at this time, we read a Medal of Honor citation. We celebrate enough filth in this society. It's important that young people see us celebrate something truly wonderful. You see, culture's not complicated. It's simply what your society incentivizes and what it disincentivizes. Imagine a society where teachers, entertainment, everyone focused on things like this instead of all the filth they focus on now. And remember, you can email the show, love, hate, death threats, ask Dr. Jesse questions for Friday, and Medal of Honor citations. If you have one you love or a relative or a friend, Email it in, jesse at jessekellyshow.com, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Dear king of designer beings, 
He's talking about the dog. They say he's a designer dog, which it's not. As a World War II history freak, I've always had great admiration for those serving in tanks, planes, and submarines, mainly because they were canned inside of very constrained spaces with a minimal supply of even the most basic need, air, and because, given in any emergency, they had nowhere to escape to. That's why it came to mind the famous Ramages Rampage during the War on the Pacific, and I'd like to recommend to you the short but greatly deserved Medal of Honor commendation for Lawson P. Ramage, if, you're not, if you've not done it before, of course. And then he goes on to describe it. He said, best wishes for all, and my best to Chris, who I know is real. I have proof, he says. Wow, Chris, you let the cat out of the bag. All right, well, then without further ado, here it is. Ready? Aim. Honoring those who went above and beyond, it's Medal of Honor Monday. This guy's name, by the way, is Lawson Patterson Ramage, but they called him Red. For conspicuous gallantry and intrepidity at the risk of his life above and beyond the call of duty as commanding officer of the USS Parsh in a pre-dawn attack on the Japanese convoy the 31st of July 1944, boldly penetrating the screen of heavily escorted convoy, Commander Ramage launched a launched a previously a perilous surface attack by delivering a crippling stern shot into a freighter and quickly followed up with a series of bow and stern torpedoes to sink the leading tanker and damage the second one. Exposed by the light of bursting flares and bravely defiant of terrific shell fire passing close overhead, he struck again, sinking a, a transport by two forward reloads. In the mounting fury of fire from the damaged and sinking tanker, he calmly ordered his men below, remaining on the bridge to fight it out with the enemy, now disorganized and confused. Swift to act as a, as a fast transport closed in to ram, Commander Ramage daringly swung the stern of the speeding Parsh as she closed the bow of the onrushing ship, cleared by less than 50 feet, but, but placing his submarine in a deadly crossfire from escorts on all sides with the transport dead ahead. Undaunted, he sent three smashing down-the-throat bow shots to stop the target, then scored a killing hit as a climax to the 46 minutes of violent action with the Parsh and her valiant fighting company retiring victorious and unscathed. Now... I feel like there were a lot of words there that some people may not understand. And because you might not understand it, I need to explain a couple things. One, the USS Parsh. I need to explain something about submarines, something you probably know, but let me explain. Definitely World War II submarines. One, submarines are a lot faster. I'm talking about World War II submarines, so just stay with me here. World War II submarines were a lot faster on the surface. Sometimes people get confused. I know I did when I was younger. Why, if you were a submarine, why would you ever surface at all? I don't want you to know I'm there. Why not stay under the water? They travel four times as fast on the surface as they do under. When they go under, Lots of times they're using electric power versus engine power. They just, 
They're faster on the surface. One, that's the one of the reasons they surface. Two, you need to know something else about a submarine. It's not a destroyer. It's not a battleship. It's not an aircraft carrier. A submarine can't sit and take multiple shots and still function. It's a big tube. If a submarine is underwater and takes really any significant shot at all, everyone's dead. On the surface, your aircraft carrier can take several shots, maybe even sinking shots, and it'll start to list, maybe, maybe that's lean to one side. It'll start to lean as it starts to roll over, but you have time, if you're lucky, get to the surface, get in the light boats, get a, sh- get a, get a, a shot at survival. You don't have that with a submarine. There's no listing. You're listing your way right to the bottom of the sea, and everyone on board is going to die. Now, why is he attacking a Japanese convoy? And then it's talking about tankers and things like that. Fuel, Japan didn't have any of it. It's half the reason they started a war with us, to be honest with you. We were providing so much of their fuel. They had none. We cut it off because we wanted them out of China. Japan decided, well, up yours. I'll just go take some other nation's oil and I'll attack America so they can't do anything about it for a while. Fuel was critical for them. As the war went on and on, it got more and more critical for them. So we started attacking more and more of their supply ships and definitely their fuel tankers. Well, the Japanese, they have brains too and strategic minds too. They knew our submarines were attacking their tankers. So they started having escort ships. They started going in convoys more and more, and you'd have escort ships. What are the escort ships looking for? Submarines. What do they specialize in sinking? Submarines. To do this with your submarine is to put yourself in the ultimate harm's way. It, it, it was, it's hard to read through that. Because a lot of people don't understand all the words, but it's a big deal. What he did was a big deal, and that's 46 minutes of terror right there. Also, if you're going to abandon a submarine, if it is going down, if you're on the surface surface and you're going to abandon it, you and your boys, if you're lucky, if you're lucky, the ones who do get out are going to be in, in some inflatable raft and you're dead especially when you're fighting against the japanese who if they were up against japanese really didn't take a ton of prisoners anyway but if they were up against submarine prisoners and they were famous for this the japanese were infamous for this during world war ii they would just sail right up to you and machine gun everyone in the boat and send it to the bottom of the ocean and keep going. It wasn't just submarines. They did this with tons of survival survivors of naval vessels. If you've ever read the book, uh, oh gosh, what's it called? It's been a few months. Knights of Bushido. The Knights of Bushido is the book. It was actually written by a Brit where he chronicled uh, so many of the Japanese atrocities and war crimes they committed during World War II. But you'll really get a good feel in that book of how they handled naval survivors so much. In the lifeboat, not in a lifeboat, they'll sail right up to you and just machine gun everyone till they think everyone's dead and then move on. So if you're sitting there on the surface firing torpedoes as a submarine while they're trying to ram you, that's guts right there. That's impressive. Now, 
I said there was one other aspect to the trans stuff, one other reason they're getting so forward about that over everything else. It's more than just attacking the church. It's more than just breaking up the family. There's something to it that's unique to it, and there's a reason they focus on it. We're going to talk about that. Maybe hit on this Social Security bad news briefly. Might we get to some calls. I don't even know where we're going tonight. Who knows? 877-377-4373 if you feel like making that call. Before we get there, remember this. You get the soundboard option of your choice, including the bar. If you call from a Pure Talk phone, we love putting our money where our morals are. Don't go out there and buy Anheuser-Busch products and don't have a freaking cell phone from Verizon or AT&T or T-Mobile. They spit in your face. They spit in your face in part because they don't think you'll spit back. But if everyone on the right simply spent a week, a month, not buying Anheuser-Busch products, you'd see this tranny stuff go away tomorrow. Cell phone companies are the same way. You want to stick it to these people? Switch to Pure Talk. You've got 10 minutes. Put a thousand bucks a year in your pocket. That's the kind of money savings we're talking about. Same great 5G network is one of the big guys. From your cell phone, pick it up. Dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly. That'll save you an additional 50% off your first month. Pound 250, say Jesse Kelly. Jesse Kelly. Back soon. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Tuesday. All right, before we get to some emails and the Social Security stuff and stuff like that, I, I do want to bring up one more thing. We, we've talked a ton on the show. You already know about the reasons for the different fingers of Americans, America's communist fist. The climate change nutters are to destroy the economy. The Black Lives Matter race hustlers that destroy our history, unmoor you from your history. Ah, America sucks. It's racist. The LGBTQ demon mob is to blow up the American family, blow up the American church. They need that. But the tranny part of it is a little bit unique. And there's a reason the tranny part of it is what you're being bludgeoned in the face with over and over and over again right now. From the president of the United States to doctors, nurses, education system, professional sports, you can't escape it. I was told at the Country Music Awards last night there was a big child drag show at the end of it, trannies in the works. Oh, yeah, Chris. Oh, yeah. You can't escape it. It's everywhere. It's, well, here's the the Admiral Rachel Levine. Happy Transgender Day of Visibility. I am Admiral Rachel Levine, the Assistant Secretary for Health at the Department of Health and Human Services. For the second year in a row, the transgender flag is flying above our department in Washington, D.C. Yeah, 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 we got it, we got it. And we brought up the uh, tranny who's the new face of Bud Light. This month I celebrated my day 365 of womanhood and Bud Yeah, Light- yeah, okay, we're all grossed out. Now, why there? why is there so much of this now? Remember, I'm glad you don't live your life like this. I'm glad I don't live my life this way. But there are people communists who live their life and it's all about power everything is a pursuit of power every single thing it's all they it's they eat sleep and breathe it it's all about power now i want you to imagine something i want you to imagine you work here 
You just got hired by the Jesse Kelly Show. We're staffing up around here, which we probably will here in about six months or so. But anyway, we're staffing up around here. You just got hired. Now, if I took you outside and I said, hey, sky's blue, is it not? And I'm the boss. You're going to look up the sky and you're going to say, yeah, sky's blue. But if I made you go outside and say, hey, the sky's green, say it right now where you're fired, the sky's green, and you said the sky is green, what would that tell me as a boss? If I can make you look up at the sky and say it's a color that it's actually not, what would that tell me as a boss? It would tell me that I own you. It's not just that I'm your boss. I own you. I can make you do whatever I want. The reason the trans stuff is so in your face is because it's so absurd, because it's so over the top. Every freaking person on earth, men, women, children, left, right, middle, American, British, Australian, Chinese, every single person on earth sees the dude with the Adam's apple who went to the doctor and had his penis chopped off. Everyone knows that's still a dude. A mutilated dude, but a dude. Every person on earth knows that young lady who went to the doctor and had him chop off pieces of her and had him use other parts of her to add other... Everyone knows that's a woman. Was born a woman, and it doesn't matter how much you play Mr. Potato Head with her, will still be a woman. Everyone knows. Everybody across the board. Everyone knows. The tranny himself or herself knows. They all know. Everyone knows. And yet so much of the world now is saying, No, that's a woman. No, it's a woman. No, it's a dude. Say it's a dude, you bigot. It's dude. Why? Well, if they can get you to bend the knee and acknowledge a fake truth, if they can get you to say water isn't wet, the sky isn't really blue, left is actually right, right is actually left, up is down, if they can make you do that, well, then they know they have complete ownership of you and they can and will make you do whatever they want. Why the trans stuff above all? It's one thing for you or me to fight against climate change or taxes or the border and things like that. But the trans stuff, it's one of those things. I mean, hey, my name's Rachel Levine. Happy I'm a woman. Happy Transgender Day of Visibility. I am Admiral Rachel Levine, the Assistant Secretary for Health at the Department of Health and Human Services. For The, the absurdity of it is the point of it. That's true power. Imagine having the kind of power it would take to get everyone from the president of the United States to the United States military to medical professionals, doctors, medical professionals, people who know these things down to a DNA level. Imagine the power you would have if you could get all of those people to bend a knee in front of you and say, tell me that man's now a woman because I said so, and then watching them do it. That's power. But because we don't look at the world that way, I don't walk around looking at everyone, even Chris and Michael, who do work for me, thinking, how can I assert my power? Because we don't, we don't think of in those terms. It's hard for us to understand people who do. 
But the communist does think in those terms. And that's why he does it. That's why you see so much of the trans stuff. It's because it's absurd. They want you to acknowledge it. That's power. All right. Maybe we'll do some calls. Definitely going to do some emails. Got to address the Social Security thing first. 877-377-4373. But I think we should focus on what really matters now. What really matters? (sighs) Improving your slippers. Look, I think we all can acknowledge it on top of everything else. That is the most important issue right now facing the country. You have garbage slippers. You wear them around your house. You wear them out to get the paper. Do people still get the paper? You wear them to take the garbage out. You wear them out back to go pick up dog poop. They're your garbage slippers. But you could have high-quality slippers that you actually enjoy. Indoor slippers, outdoor slippers, doesn't matter because they're all season my pillow slippers. And maybe right now you're saying, Jesse, I can't. I looked them up before. They're $149.98. Jesse, I can't do it. You're right. I don't want you to have to do that. Go pay 25 bucks for them right now for a limited time. They're $120 off. Savings like that is so absurd, they actually limit how many pairs they allow you to get. But it is my pillow time, baby. MyPillow.com, promo code JESSE. Get the best slippers ever for 120 bucks off. Or call them, 800-845-0544, all right? Hang on, we'll be back. Jesse Kelly. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, reminding you you can email the show jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Apparently, people were mad. They say the German food is amazing. Jesse, German food is amazing. Remember, you can email me. Pretzels get their version of queso, which is called Obatsta. Chris, that doesn't sound German. Well, I don't know why I'm asking you, German, Chris. You're probably the last one to ask. But uh, Obatska, that doesn't sound right. Anyway, he said it's a cheese spread they serve at the beer halls. Then get a pork knuckle? Okay, that might be good. He said it's a giant hunk of deep-fried pork with skin on it. Chris, you'll probably have to sit that one out. Uh, It's like a giant German chicharron, which I always describe as chicharron because I speak Spanish. What, what, Chris, did you look up the Obama or whatever? uh, Is it look good? Really? It's legit? All right. Wash it all down with a liter or two of Dunkel beer at a beer garden. You know what? I'm back in on German food. That sounds delicious. I want a fried pork knuckle. Anyway, speaking of Dome, she's in Africa. Many of you at this table and the folks that you work with have a history of doing work on this continent and we will benefit i strongly believe from hearing from you and from lessons learned you know at some point in time that one of our dignitaries we sent overseas was benjamin franklin think about this the united states of america used to send people like benjamin franklin overseas to be the voice, the face of America. Now, it's this. Many of you at this table and the folks that you work with have a history of doing work on this continent. And we will benefit, I strongly believe, from hearing from you and from lessons learned. Oh, oh gosh, it hurts. <laughs> Well, I hope you're not on Social Security. Headline, Social Security funds seen depleted by 2033. 
Well, that's uh, not good. Probably a good time to bring up, if you're sitting there in Social Security right now, once again, that they passed a $1.7 trillion omnibus bill in a lame duck Congress just to get one last big handout to all of their friends before the GOP House took over, which is weird because it's not like the GOP House has ever held back any spending at all anyway. These guys spend like drunken sailors. Jesse. I'll get to the calls in a minute, by the way. 877-377-4373. I'm sorry. I'm still a little upset. Uh, me, Chris, and Michael, we went out to dinner before the show. I took them to Mexican food. And not only did Chris say he couldn't order the shrimp, which shrimp's their specialty. So I'm mad about that. Just because it was shrimp and it was wrapped in bacon. Apparently, that's not his thing. I tell him to get the quail. They had a they had quail on the menu and it's delicious. I just want to say it's so succulent and soft this quail, and they serve it with butter and I'm pretty sure it's chili lime, so it's just bursting with flavors and the tenderness on it. And Chris, all he did was complain. All he did was complain about it. No, that's what you did, Chris. I asked how it was and you said something about how there's not enough flavor as he's sitting there. It's sizzling full of onions and peppers. I'm just, I'm too upset. Jesse, a potential, a potential burger upgrade. Avoid the 7327 beef altogether. Need to buy the leanest available. When prepping the mix, add a half a stick of softened butter. Cook and enjoy. That sounds terrific. But why would I why would I go leaner? I'll just keep the fat in there and go soften butter. What, Chris? Extra fat. It's like a day on the view. Seth St. Louis, go. Promo code Jesse. <laughs> I love it on Fridays when you tell us to put our phone away. It's my pure talk phone. I have to put it away for the weekend, like media deprivation. It's such mm-hmm. a great idea. Now, what does a late stage republic mean? You use the term a lot. Okay, uh late stage republic. Everyone has seen, I'm not going to insult your intelligence by acting like you haven't seen it. Everyone has seen this wheel they put out there for a nation. But forget about wheels and charts and graphs. When you, as I know you do, you read history, I read history. When you do that, you see how in your face it is nations going through this cycle. They go through a cycle. Now, it doesn't matter if they're republics. We happen to be a republic, but they go through this cycle. They almost always start out tribally, almost always. Uh, the Ottomans is a great example. People don't know a lot about the Ottomans in the West because they're Muslim, so we kind of shy away from that. But the Ottomans, fascinating empire. I've always loved them. The Ottomans, they started out as just tribal peoples, just a tribal people, horse arches, studs. And then eventually they got so tough, they found themselves in charge of a lot. You start building an empire. This is early America. You're building an empire, figuring out who you are, settling down your laws. And remember, you're young and you're hungry and you're new to this whole thing. You're a merit-based society. Give me the smart people. Give me the the go-getters, the good people. That's how nations start out. Eventually, that kind of hard work and merit-based society will produce, in most cases, obviously there are exceptions, it will produce a really, really, really wealthy nation, a prosperous, wealthy nation that is super advanced. But there are always problems that come with that. Let's let's focus on an individual person for the moment. Let's say I got super rich tomorrow. 
I, I, I'm one of the people. I stop at the gas station on the way home tonight to not buy Bud Light, but I stop at the gas station on the way home tonight. I decide to buy a Powerball ticket. I hit it. I wake up tomorrow morning, and I, I'm $500 million rich. I'm so I'm stupid rich. Sounds nice, right? And I'm not telling you I, don't, I wouldn't want it. I'm not telling you I'd give it back. I'm not telling you to give it back. But here's the problem. What if I was worth $500 million tomorrow? What would that do over time to the show? Because I'll tell you, me, Chris, Michael, we sit down every single day, talk about the show, talk about the things we might talk about, things we might, hey, this might be funny. Hey, it might not. Hey, if it, hey is the show growing? How are the podcast numbers? Interested. Are we advancing? Are we doing better? Are we doing a better show? You have options. Are we putting the best show out there? Now you tell me. $500 million, Jesse, as much as I wish this wasn't the case, how much effort am I putting into the show? Even if it's not right away. Even if I do that thing where, no, I'm going to keep going to work and I'm not going to change at all. I'm going to stay right like I am over time. Uh, you know, I'm tired. I don't, I don't, I just don't feel like it tonight. Chris, Michael, just give me some headlines and I just, I don't really care. I'll just give the same stupid, boring takes everyone else does. I don't want to put any thought into it. No, I don't feel like doing this. No, I'm not going to take this meeting. No, I'm not going to do that. No, I'm not going to read any more books. I'm not doing research. When you get wealthy enough, no matter who you are, and I realize there are exceptions to this, you will stop improving at some point in time because you don't have to improve. People improve because they have to improve. Nations are the same way. Sure, you're going to have individuals within that nation who are going to stay ambitious and wanting to go, but a nation overall, once you get so wealthy that you have endless supplies of clean, clean drinking water, there's a doctor's office 15 minutes from everyone's home, paved roads, I'm holding a smartphone that gives me access to whatever I want in the world. Once you get to where we are, like the Ottomans eventually did, what will happen is the people, forget about the politicians, they come second. The people themselves will become apathetic. That's what happened here in America. That's what we're going through right now. The people themselves will become apathetic. Well, when the people become apathetic, they stop caring about keeping their politicians in check. And the politicians will realize that. The politicians don't want to. They're like anyone else. They don't want to work for you. They want to enrich themselves. They don't care about you at all. None of these people do. Well, what if you stop caring about keeping them in check and they realize you don't care about keeping them in check? I, look, I've been going off tonight over and over again about the $1.7 trillion bill, the omnibus bill they passed. But here's the God's honest truth about it. That was the United States Senate, Republicans and eight, 18 Republicans and all the Democrats. They really, they, they seriously, they spit in your face. They grabbed you by the hair and they spit in your face. Why would they do that? These people need our votes. Why would, why would they do that? Because they're going to get the votes the next time, too. That's the truth. Now, I, I'm up against the clock. I'll finish explaining this late-stage Republic thing in a moment. I'll take any other questions you have. 877-377-4373. Do keep in mind, before we get back to this, keep in mind... We are entering rocky times. 
There are extra violent people out there now, extra mentally ill people out there now. Even that college campus, that, quote, safe college campus you sent your daughter off to, there are psychopaths out there, lonely, miserable, deranged people. We all, every one of us, you, me, everybody, we need to keep something on us at all times that will allow us to stop a bad man from hurting us badly. Hero gun will. Non-lethal gun shoots pepper balls. When they hit, it hurts. And when that explodes, they're in a pepper cloud. And that really hurts. Hero arrow, little smaller, shoots pepper gel. Get something and carry it on you and make sure your loved one does the same. Hero2020.com, code JESSE. Make sure you get the spare round so you can practice. Hero2020.com, code JESSE. State restrictions may apply. Is he smarter than everyone? Who knows? Does he think so? Yeah. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Monday. I don't know why. I don't know what's wrong with me. I know it's just a horrible time right now, and Trump's going to get indicted, and the dollar's collapsing, and the Saudi Arabia, OPEC Plus News, all that stuff's terrible, but I can't stop smiling today. I don't know what... It is the griddle, Chris. You know what? That's what everyone needs is a griddle update. But we'll get to that in a few. I want to get. I want to finish this. Eight seven seven three seven seven four three seven three. All right. To finish. Finish the question. What's a late stage republic? Okay. So a nation gets wealthy. They get wealthy because of the early hard work and get after it, merit based society and things like that. But wealth kills motivation, man. It kills improvement. It's why it's so hard to get rich people to change their ways about anything. They're already rich. That Why? Hey, you should learn a new language. Why? I'm already rich. You should uh, develop a new skill. Why? I'm already rich. Nations get the same way. They pass that $1.7 trillion bill without any fear that you or I would punish them at the polls for it. It's why they did what they did during COVID. Think about this. Think about, I want you to think about this. Think how crazy this is. We had everyone from the presidents of both parties to governors of both parties to mayors of both parties, senators, congressmen, all, all the way down, down the line, saying publicly to people, to American citizens, you're not essential. Your job isn't essential. Oh, I, I've determined you're not essential. And almost every single one of the people who did that, almost every one of them got reelected. Many of them easily. Now, you can sit and point fingers at them, and I can sit and point fingers at them, and I'll hate them forever, but whose fault is it? Whose fault is it, really? It's our fault. We're a late-stage republic because we got so rich and fat and bored and apathetic we stopped keeping these people in check at all. Chris uh, brought up the numbers earlier. I brought them earlier. The most important race going on, the most important thing happening in the United States of America right now is not Trump's indictment. It's a Wisconsin Supreme Court race where we have been outspent something like six or seven to one. Or no, 14 to two. Chris, wait, wait that is seven to one. <laughs> Screw that algebra teacher in your face now. Anyway, we've been outspent seven to one. But most people across the country don't even know about it. And the ones who do, don't care. In fact, I've brought it up today to our people several times. 
And yes, I've gotten a lot of people go, to go download the Early Vote Action app and get involved. But so many people, yeah, right. Who cares about that? They're arresting the president. We're a late stage republic because we are now at the point where the voters have stopped keeping the people in charge in check. And now the people in charge are looting the treasury. That's what they're doing. Everything they do now, everything, they don't even bother pretending anymore it's for you or for me. All of it's to enrich themselves, hand out money to their friends. That's a late-stage republic, and it's a late-stage republic because this country, as it's currently constituted, without some major revival of some kind, which is always possible, always keep America on the back of your mind, but the country, as it's currently constituted, will not be here in 100 years. Not like this. This 50-state thing, it, it will not look like this at all in 100 years. Because once you get to the point where the people in power are just scooping gold out of the treasury and the public doesn't care or they think it doesn't matter or they're apathetic or something like that, well, it's already over. Once, once everyone signs off, it's already over. Now, that's the bad part. The good part is because of our state-by-state system here in America, we can protect and preserve huge chunks of our way of life because we have such a different system here. But we've got to start digging in locally and start getting dead serious to keep these people, keep these savages from taking over our red areas, which they are already in and they're already doing. But we way have the numbers to run these people out. All right? Now... That probably probably a good time right about now because, well, you know what? I'm going to play him again. Here's Kenya's president. Uh, for the people who work numbers, I am giving you free advice that those of you who are holding dollars, you surely might go into losses. You better, you better uh, do what you must do because uh, this market is going to be different in a couple of weeks. All his people behind him got a real nice snicker as he talked about the dollar in the market. Do you have your emergency three-month food kit yet? Do you understand how bumpy the road just might be? No, they're not going to move off the dollar tomorrow. Don't believe anyone who tells you that, but obviously that's where we're going. Emergency three-month food kits are $200 off right now. I don't know if you're ever going to need it, and I pray to God you're not. But at no point in time in my 41 years on this earth have we ever been closer to you potentially needing it than we are right about now. MyPatriotSupply.com. Save some money. It's 200 bucks off per kit. All right? Go get it and keep it quiet when you do get it. Thomas, Pennsylvania, go. Yeah, Jesse, uh, this is great. I, mean, I had to call you and say hi and thank you for everything you're doing. We call you Uncle Jesse here if you don't mind. <laughs> I don't mind at all. That's actually really freaking cool. Yeah, Uncle Jesse, and I say, and that's Uncle Jesse. But I've been listening to you for a long time, man. And uh, something uh, jumped inside of me. I said, I got to at least call him and tell him that we appreciate you. We love you, work you're doing. And uh, I'm um, these people, these liberal people. These people really stink. These, um, these, and you know, it's it's all over. It's the teachers, lawyers, it's that person called Rachel you spoke about they were these people really stink what they're doing with their kids and uh, wasting their money and 
They do. They do. And I need, I need to clarify something because I feel like I was a little bit dark there just a second ago when I was describing a late stage republic. That's how I feel. But I, I also think we all need, always need to keep in mind. You mentioned the teachers and he mentioned all the different filth out there. Remember, they're not as numerous as they seem. They identify the choke points in a society and they seize those. And then they seem more numerous than they are. You don't have to take back near as many school board seats as you think, near as many state house seats as you think, state senate seats as you think. We can take this back, but we got to start putting in the work, the real work, not dumb protests in communist New York City, real work. All right. Well, let me finish this thought. Hang on. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.